Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. And we're live. Hello and welcome to Coffee Time with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. Oh, nice roar. We have Brother Panther with us today and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. So I would like to start off the show with an apology to everyone who has been sending messages to the Lion as, as a dude. I learned today that that message system does not show up in my message system. I found my way into that messaging center a couple of times, and I found my way there again this morning. And I was like, wait a second. This is second messenger. So I looked, and there were all these messages for the lion that I've been that have been supposedly. Oops. So I suck. Um, <laughs> my apologies. And to that special someone who knows who he is, I absolutely did not mean to pick a fight with you. I was trying to be funny, but... My jokes don't come across in text. And also, it was very early for that person in the morning. Yes, I keep forgetting so, that. Yeah. So, special apology to you, sir. I am, I'm sorry. I did not mean to come off as hostile. I was trying to be jokey and funny. And, and it's like, so, you want to talk about this? Or you just want to yell. You didn't see the big, ah, cartoon face. Otherwise, it probably would have come off as less hostile. So, right. yeah. I'm still learning how to talk to people. Cumberland says, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now th th this uh, covers that That also, that apology by synchronicity, 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 by synchronicity, ha, ha, ha. Um, so if you need help from us, if you request help from us, I want you guys to remember, we will never charge you. And if you try to pay us, we'll send it back. We do not accept payment for these things under any circumstance. This is not a matter of piety or we're better than anyone else. It's just that we, someone has to prove that this technology and these abilities are for the whole world. Someone has to prove it, that you don't need to pay. Right. It is right that you pay your worker. Don't get me wrong. Okay, They deserve something for the energy and the time they're putting in. But somebody has to prove that it doesn't need to happen. And since I don't mm -hmm. give a shit about money, might as well be me. So, hey, Jilly. So, yeah, we miss you guys. And, and so... To that end, if you want help, we will never charge you. We'll send. Wait, I already did that part. That's the Asperger. I didn't practice this. Okay, so let me try this again. If you want help from us, we will never charge you. We will send back any attempt to pay us. Okay, the idea is you pay it forward. You spread the light forward. Okay, right. if our message is true, then the then the core, whether you believe in aliens or not, then the core of it will come through, and it will help in your life. And then you can spread that forward. If the message is not true, it'll fizzle. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, courtroom Thor style. Throw an axe at it. See if it hits. Anyway, so, but we, one of the things that, that we need, that I need personally, is to see your face. I need to see all three of your eyes. And yes, you have three eyes. Um, that's not woo-woo crap. That is actual, you have three ocular Sorry, this, this, this finger still isn't working right. 
you have three, two outward facing eyes and one inward facing eye. That your pineal gland is an ocular reception organ. Right. It is an eye. It wouldn't okay. look right like here. an eyeball. Right yeah. here. So if I could see your eyes and your forehead, if you want mm-hmm. to get our help, that would be very, very helpful. However, if for some reason you don't want to share that, because quite frankly, if you know a lot about metaphysics, you know that I actually can hurt you with that information. We don't. We but don't. I, so, but that it, it should be said. Um, but justifiable if you have some reservations. Well, it's the same risk as meeting somebody face to face. They could have a gun. Mm-hmm. They could shoot you. They could do lots of bad things. You know, there's right. always a risk when when energies meet energies. That's just a sad fact. You know, so if you're uncomfortable with that, then we can figure something out. It's not strictly necessary. It just makes things a whole lot easier for Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Kristen, don't need it it's for Cassidy. I just, I just pray. Yeah, she's better at that part. Kristen's better at the leaps of faith than I am. I'm sad to say. <laughs> Attitude of gratitude. It's a walk. Can't say you are a Christian if you're not willing to walk the walk. Begging your pardon, I don't think that's where my trouble is. I've been meditating on it, and I believe that my trouble is I love my family more than I love God. And if God you know anything about Christian... Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying the gratitude ain't there. It's just I, 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 am, I am a biological creature. You know, and I've had to face that recently. You know, if you're going to walk this path, you're supposed to love God more than even your family. No, I don't. So that's where my faith, that's where I fail my faith, my leap of faith. I always I'm thought. I was, Go ahead, Ray. I always thought I was supposed to, like, incorporate God and Jesus as part of the family. Well, that's that's another way to express the same idea that you're supposed to love God above all things. See, the the trick is, and, and they would have a lot more success over the years if they would have just explained it, I feel. See, the trick is when you can when you, when you can overcome the biological love to the God love, then you still love your family mm-hmm. because loving God is loving everything. The trouble is tricking the biology past the uh, past the lizard mentality. Which, freshly coming out of a crisis, I can't do right now. I, I'm mm. a full stop apology, you know, to the boss. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's just I'm still too rooted in my biology. Do you see what I mean? So if they would explain that, that loving, that that the kind of love they're talking about is the universal love for everything, right? Then I believe they would have been a lot more successful. Because in today's context, that idea is terrifying. Leave your love for your family behind? Oh my God, what kind of cult shit is this? But they left the context out. Right. It's not that you will lose the love for your family, it's that you gain the love for all. Right. And I put, my walk has been that when I put my faith in God first, all that love that I feel for my family is just magnified. Yeah. Like I said, it's not the faith that's the problem. I can take leaps of faith like that. It's the existential inner leap of faith that I'm having trouble with. You see? Yes. It's because you're brilliant and your mind won't quit thinking about it. (laughs) True. I will stop chewing on it. But that's that worked well for 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 reconciliation with my mother. Mm -hmm. You know, because see the 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 side effect, and this is where you want to throw the bait. Don't throw the baby. Don't throw the baby. 
Don't tell the baby. So by chewing on the problem, on the questions that I had for so long, they were still fresh in my mind. See, if I could have abandoned the rancor and just say, mm-hmm. hey, just keep the question, which is okay. what my therapist taught me to do. Thank you, Monica. I think I can say her first name. Agent M. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you, Agent M. So if I could have done that sooner, I would have had my mom back sooner. Do you see? And then maybe I wouldn't be having trouble with Shelly. Maybe I could have reconciled with Shelly over whatever the hell she's mad at me for. The point is, I don't think there's a point. I think I'm just rambling. Morning, morning, Jack. Morning, Bobby. Bobby, happy birthday. Good, sir. I know it's a day late, but wait, or is it two two days late now? Because, see, Bobby comes from the land down under. Where the, where the women glow and the men thunder. You know? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Can't you hear the thunder? You know, you should take this seriously and run and take up. <laughs> yeah, I come from a London London. You know, for years I thought I was hearing it wrong, the Vegemite sandwich. I'm like, there's no way. There's, there's, there's that, I have to be hearing the lyric wrong. Turns out, no. No, it no, no. It is a Vegemite sandwich. Vegemite. Apparently it's really good. No, no, anyway. I've heard, I've heard it's an acquired taste. That I have heard that too, but what I, I want to try Vegemite because I think I might be able to actually pass it easily, so that my body mm-hmm. can digest what it can, you know. Right. So, yeah, my digestive system is mostly human. I just can't get the taurine, and I can't break down certain plant matter. Sounds mm-hmm. kind of like Marmite. I had Marmite. No. Yeah, I don't recall. I, I don't recall Marmite being on the list of things I want to acquire. <laughs> I believe that was when uh, Melanie got some from England. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, and it's she, really good in England. She made Marmite butter sandwiches, and oh, yeah, they were they were they were not so good. <laughs> I wonder if things taste different when you cross countries. Like if we go to England, would things actually taste different? You know, I, I hear it's you. So- Go ahead. I hear that soaps and medicines go off when you go to the, to different countries and whatnot. So I think food has the same thing. I was I had, joking, but that sounds interesting. Ahead, I had an I had an experience with an exchange student that came over to our little town in uh, in Wisconsin, and he said all the food was so sweet. He said. I, I can't eat your food. It's too sweet. Yeah. And that's when I really started thinking about all the added sugar. This was, you know, a long, long time ago. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> I showed him where the fruit was. Good plan. Um, I, 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 I've heard similar things from, from, from I don't want to say foreigners. That doesn't, that's not the right word. Mm-hmm. But from people who didn't grow up with our diet, how about that? Mm-hmm. Right. And apparently to them, our food tastes like insanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, there's a history there. They used to put extra fat in food because, believe it or not, it's the fat that gives it the flavor. Mm-hmm. And then the anti-fat craze started. And the funny thing is, is it's all bullshit. The, the whole anti-fat thing was started by basically rival food companies. Mm-hmm. And so then they couldn't, they had to start going, oh, no fat, no fat. But then everything tasted bland as hell. So they started adding sugar. And then 
the addictive properties of white sugar became known. So it's, it is absolutely stunning. We live in a country where a substance as addictive as cocaine is legally fed to our children. Right. Yeah. People don't realize how addictive sugar is until they try to quit it. Well, specifically white sugar. Um, mm -hmm. Natural sugar is not so much, but still. Right. And corn syrup. Oh, my goodness. When I, um, when I decided that I was going to quit my Coca-Cola addiction, I who went through total withdrawals. And I still had my fizzy, you know, because I drank my, my carbonated water. So I knew it wasn't the fizzy part, but I was like, what is going on? I have a crab. And then I read about when you have the sugar and the corn syrup together, one plus one equals like 30. If one's good, 50 is better, right, folks? Apparently. Jack says sugar messes with his nervous system. Ironically, it doesn't mess with mine. I mean, I can get sugar high, obviously. Um, <laughs> monster coffee for that sugar <laughs> high, for the sugar hulk in you. So, monster, give me a call. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, Kristen said it perfectly. Poe says, in the Ukraine, they could eat cold pork fat on brown bread with onions. Ukraine students assigned me to try. Um, no. I'm going to second that one, mostly because I think it would kill Cassidy. Kill Cassidy. Kill I don't, Cassidy. I don't like pig meat in general. So, boo. Well, I know that in Did England... Did you just say you don't like bacon? Well, bacon... Is an exception. There are three right. exceptions. You may live. Right, there are three ahead. exceptions. Bacon, barbecue pulled pork, and sausages. Mm -hmm. All right. Fair enough. I, I, you may, you, you can continue being an Adams. <laughs> I don't, in I don't. England, go ahead. In England, they fry everything in bacon grease. Uh, they in call the breakfast. us fatty. Yeah. In the breakfast. So it has that wonderful taste of bacon, even if it's just on your toast. Believe it or not, it's just, that's actually more healthy than some of the things Americans do to try to keep from eating fat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever tried Thomas, that test? Thomas, bro! Go ahead. Have try. you ever tried the test where if you put a little bit of butter down, all the ants go crazy for it. But if you put um, margarine down, they may like, have escape routes to get away from it. Yeah, yeah. I can I've believe heard, it's not butter. I've heard stories <laughs> of families as picnics getting swarmed by insects. The mm -hmm. only thing that was not ruined was the cake because it had margarine in the frosting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, hey, bro. We missed you. <laughs> Almost like... Mother Nature could sense the Oka. Almost like, yeah. Mm. Hey, dude, the natives told the white people not to go into the not to go underground on Manhattan Island. You know, mm. there's stories. I don't know if these stories are true. Okay, now keep so keep this in mind. I do not know if these stories are true, but they could be urban legend. It, it, you know, every almost everything, very nearly almost everything that I've learned about Native American culture, I had to learn secondhand which is very common for, for Native Americans in my position. 
you know, because a lot of native, not a lot of natives went into hiding in the, you know, between the 1880s and 1950s, I think. Yes. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of people with Native American blood that know literally nothing about their heritage. I'm one of them. So part that's part of the reason why I act like why I act the fool. So if you see Cassidy saying things that turn out to be not true and he's okay, you'll be okay too. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to learn about your heritage. It's okay mm-hmm. to be proud of your heritage. Although, which is this is actually leading into, leading into the subject of the show, ha ha. Um, it's a weird thing to be proud of your heritage. It's a very weird thing to be proud of something you had nothing to do with. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It is something to be proud of, but it's not the same kind of pride as, say, a good hard day, a good work, a good day's work. Not necessarily a hard day's work, but a good day's work. That's a different kind of pride than being proud of being Irish. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. But I am proud to be Irish. That's, that Irish pride is there. So what's the point, Cassidy? What the hell are you talking about? What are you getting at? The point is, is that when you lay down a part of your, of your, I look angry with the eyebrows. When you lay down a part of your, of your person to an ideology, it becomes an ism. Mm -hmm. And the easiest ism in the world to, to fall into is that, sorry, the easiest ism in the world to fall into is racial pride. Okay. Or what's, what has been recently induced to the biosphere, racial shame. Whatever. I don't understand racial shame. So we're going to talk about that for a second. Now, right now, we have in the world, or at least in America, is this excuse to attack white people. You know, if, you, if you're in America, you might have seen the headline recently, an Amazon uh, delivery driver beat the ever-loving monkey crap out of, a, out of an elderly lady because she quote and i'm trying to quote this wouldn't check her privilege so excuse me yeah no it's it's all over the news you know basically the delivery driver was standing around not delivering the package and when the lady said can i have my package the lady said you need to check your privilege and the the delivery driver said you need to check your privilege and the lady said no so literally she said no so the other person beat the hell out of her on camera Mm. Yeah, I think I'd have, if I saw that I'd have broken him over my knee. Her, it was a female. Oh, oh it was a her. female delivery driver. So, personally, I don't think that should matter. But it, personally, I think it should be a matter of size, body, body mass. You know, the strong should protect the weak. But that seems to have gotten a gender division on this planet, which I don't quite understand. Because my mom break men in half i mean i've told the story you know which i i I hope is true might not be but you know the time my mom beat up johnny elway so it's i grew up with this amazon women so i didn't like the idea that women are weaker didn't get put in my head until i started examining um there's a scientific word for it hold on i'm trying to remember uh Dimorphism, um, not gender dimorphism, but sexual dimorphism, sexual dimorphism. That was the first time I noticed this, the statistics on women being smaller and having less muscle mass. And then I started looking into it. And I was like, whoa, what's going on in this planet? Right. So. Yeah, no, the, 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 the driver's been, been fired. Don't worry. And charged. 
I asked my mom one time, I said, in this world that we live in, why didn't you teach me to be more of a warrior and less of a pacifist? And she said, how could I teach you what I do not know? I was like, fair enough. I said, I guess I'll be a warrior for enough for both of us. Okay, mom? And she's like, yep, you are. Well, you are my nightlight. Spelled with a K. <laughs> my husband would say I'm Bodica sometimes. <clears throat> we don't need Sorry. to go that far. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's the truth. As light as you can go, you can go as dark. You just have to stay in control and be the person you want to be. Yeah. So the point of this wasn't to get political, to drag him back around so we don't go too far. Um, it's this, this, this idea of racial identity, you know, is one of the isms that we're talking about. It's not the only ism, by a long shot. Any ism, once it gets into your head, starts to poison it. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're starting with racial pride because racial pride seems, at first like a good thing but it can be carried too far so fast right you know anybody who's ever been on the receiving end of white supremacists know what i'm talking about for me it was very different to walk in to go sing uh, at a place i had been asked to come sing at and i'd never performed there before and i was the only only girl in that bar that was Caucasian. I don't consider myself white because I'm Irish. Yeah, Irish uh, aren't white, folks. No, but I am Caucasian because my relatives came over the Caucasus Mountains. So I was literally, for the very first time in my life, in a situation where I glowed. I was so white, I glowed. And I was like, how am I going to get through this night? I did not know what to do. So I looked around and I, ta- I saw the tallest, sweetest looking black man I could find. I walked up to him and I said, hi, sweetie. My name is Lady Katie. What do I do here? He's like, oh, you'll be fine, honey. Don't worry about it. So we just hung out for a little while and they saw that I was not one of those unfortunate people that will not interact with people who are not of their race, creed, or color. And once they figured that out and that I just wanted to sing to them, and everything was fine but it did take a little courage to have what i considered reverse discrimination because i was in their turf (laughs) but is that discrimination or is it culturally like a like a protection of the boundaries trying to make sure you're not an outsider it could be that too but i mean the looks I got at the beginning, I really did feel like I was being targeted. Like, what's that white woman doing in my bar? You know, and I'm, all I could say was, "Hey, I may look it, but you need to know that there is native in my blood, and I'm Irish." And then they were like, "Oh, okay, you're cool." I experienced something similar, although not quite, not 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 to that level. It's you know, whenever I'm you know get involved with a new group of you know non-whites I, I i there's a period they think i'm white because vampire pale and right. then it usually usually